Ben. Wow. I know. See, see how, like, I, I'm just trying to keep it spicy. Wow. That, there was a lot of life in that one. <laughs> South Point Session. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a musical. The South Point yeah, Session. I was, the more, musical. I was thinking more like um, a PTL. Remember PTL? Praise, Praise the, the Lord. Praise the Lord with Jim and, and Tammy Faye. No. Oh, man. I, no. Neither do I. I oh, just, okay. <laughs> I'm I like, just... I don't think I ever watched any, like, the only time I ever, like, we talked about this before, but the only time yeah. I've ever watched Christian, like, shows like that yeah. are when my parents were wa- watching The Gaithers or the couple times that I was on 100 Huntley Street and I rewatched it just no, to watch myself. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See how you did that, yeah, though? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just drop it. It's like your, uh, your Carl Lentz. I, no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> no, you're no, not. I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, he got. Yeah, no, let's. Uh, so, South Point, the summer, how's your summer going? Uh, well, I mean, it's pretty non existent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, is that our, code for you've been busy? Yeah, our, okay. our side business is doing very well, and like we've just been crazy busy there, so that nothing much i am going up to camp this week yes you are i thought for the last several weeks that it was um this past weekend this past weekend and i thought oh it's crazy no it's actually this coming weekend and i'm excited i took friday off and monday off oh my oh my yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome week of camp uh living waters camp which is our provincial camp for living waters camp no i do not like that jingle no okay uh think about it Josh is leading worship this weekend. Living Waters Camp, there's a ramp. Come down to, there might be a tramp. No? No. What? No. No. Trampoline. Well, there is. There is a water trampoline. There's also a volleyball court, I hear. Yeah, we just put that in this year. It's beautiful, my daughter tells me. Yeah, it's great. I mean, we could talk about your daughter. She was a counselor at uh, Kids Camp this past week. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure she was there for the kids, if you know what I mean. Burp, burp, I mean, burp, burp. Who, who went to camp for the kids? Am I right? <laughs> you're not, you're Am I right? Wrong. You went, uh, your your home camp was... was uh, Lakeshore. Lakeshore. Lakeshore and OVPC. And OVPC. Yeah. Mine was Camp Evangeline, yeah. also known as DeBert. DeBert. I didn't know yeah. that. Camp DeBert. Yeah. Is that we, true? Yeah. I mean, we because it's in DeBert, Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. So like, camp DeBert or whatever. Yeah, I guess I used to call Lakeshore Coburg Camp. Yeah. Although I never called OVPC Cobden Camp. No, because Cobden... Careful. (laughs) Oh, come on. It's true. You drive... What's the... They they have a restaurant there. Route... Who knows? I used to go to the Irving to go to the Big Stop all the time. That's in Pembroke, though. That's what I mean. Oh, I see. I don't know what's in Cobden. Yeah, there's like a route... uh, 66 or something restaurant there it's actually not bad and noah's ark on the way well yeah i can like logos land logos land that's yeah what it was. yeah yeah logos land no, stop come stop. down to logos land oh it means the word no <laughs> i just don't my cousin used to be a lifeguard there i'm not surprised yeah that's like uh, the Christian Christian uh, Bible Belt for well, yeah. For like we used to go. Ontario. I think Ottawa Valley used to go there. Like I think would drive buses once a week, uh, like for camps one day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why not? It's a, it's a Noah's Ark thing in the middle of the Bible Belt. That's what I'm saying. Like it was a pretty good. Come down to Logos oh, we Land. Go. We're gonna swim. We're gonna tan. No, I mean, tan and land. I t- oh, you know, okay, no, I keep, went for it. You listen, you you're not a I'm jingle trying. guy, but you're trying, and I appreciate. I'm trying. It. 
So, so yeah, uh, like it's camp season. We just finished up our youth camp and kids camp, I and know. then this week uh, for the next ten days. Ugh. Um, you're a saint. I don't know how you camp. do kids camp and youth camp. I, ugh. Well, I mean, Those so I oversaw me. them, right? I directed the directors kind of thing, right? So we have sub-directors we hire, yeah, and they do their thing, and I just have to be there to make sure there's no, you know, like fireworks to the head or anything like that. Um, mm. And then, yeah, family camp. So Adam Gilfillan, shout out to Adam's coming yeah. this weekend. And uh, Gilly. Jeff Hillier. It's mediocre. Mediocre. Pre-care. But I love Jeff. Yeah, Jeff's yeah. coming. We're excited about that. It's, so it's his good. hands. It's his hands. You should talk. You are. You, I like, have smooth French no, hands. No, you do not. <laughs> no, they're very You jarring, have actually. sporadic, almost <laughs> like kung fu like yeah. gestures when you are speaking. It's, I, I look like that guy from Gru that goes, oh, yeah. Like, that's what I look like. Yes. My hands just yeah, go it's, I, there are some times where I will watch you speak. Not even at like a uh, like publicly, just speaking <laughs> just, to people. I'm sitting on your couch, and and I'm like, I sometimes I'm caught off guard by how much your hands move when oh, you yeah, talk. I can't it's, help it. I mean, it's the French Canadian in you. I get it. Yeah, uh, we uh, the Quebec. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay. Uh, cool. So Romans eight. Romans eight. Here R- we are. Romans eight. Um, I was thinking about this today. Oh. Are, are we gonna hammer through? Every individual book of Romans. Oh, I thought you could say the Bible. No, no, every like, every book of Romans, every chapter from now until we're done. Or are we going to start to consolidate yeah. a little bit? No, no. So okay. much beauty in the Romans. All right, I'm just asking questions. We're not even at all the practical stuff at twelve over. I'm just saying it. I mean, we, we you know we used to kind of make fun of. Yeah, we're guys old. who would spend we're this much now. time we're in old now. Okay, but. Th- that keeps it concise. I'm just it's saying gonna, that's 16 weeks, Josh. Hey, if you're listening, let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. Give us, us some, some feedback. Uh, Hit 16, that subscribe button. Yeah. <laughs> 16 weeks of Romans. We're going to go into mid-October. Listen, I remember when I was a youth pastor, I did uh, 22 weeks of, uh, of Revelation. Why? How the kids you? loved it. 22 weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> I did a month of Revelation. Now, I did... We did some it, nutty stuff, but 22 weeks, Well, it, it, it was the Sunday morning, like, get the junior highs into that. Right, so okay. That, that's what yeah. it was. Not like your main... No, no, not, not, not a, a main, main course. No, okay. No. no, we used to throw kids into garbage pants or garbage cans for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Well, Misbehave, I'm, garbage can. Boom. My philosophy of junior high ministry back in the day was if there was no blood, it wasn't a good night. Yeah. So... Anyways, Romans, Romans 8. eight. <laughs> Romans 8. Any blood in Romans 8? No, but we're talking about the Holy Spirit. <sighs> Shamala. Shamala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, Romans 8, uh, that first part kind of rolls out from 7. And the whole point of it is Paul's... Wait. Yeah. 8 comes after 7? <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> wow. Uh, and Paul really talks about how it encourages the church there ultimately, like invest in the things of the spirit that you're no longer under the law. There's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Um, you're free from the letter of the law, but you still have to follow the spirit of the law and you need the spirit of God inside of you to follow that. And that's going to lead you to life is the idea. So, you know, 
I think this is probably one of those things that people get really, and I, I put this in the description was like, you're either from a um, fire tunnel family mm-hmm. or you're from a too much spirit. You blow up family. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I was in, I was interested in your, the topic because I do think that there is, there is, a couple of camps in this Holy Spirit thing, right? Mm. Where we have taken what was meant to be maybe a guiding light and a, and a prompting and a nudging and a, you know, kind of like, let me keep you on the right track type of thing to the camp of, like you said, fire tunnels. Yep. If you don't know what a fire tunnel is, it's kind of like that whole people start praying and you walk down this like, you know, human tunnel. tunnel that people create. People start praying for you and, and the the Holy Spirit falls upon you. Um, and, you know, then, you know, crazy things happen. Now, yeah. the interesting thing is that when the quote unquote crazy things happen, that's where like the outside world would look at Pentecostals or look at uh, charismatic, charismatic believers and think they're they're nuts. Mm-hmm. They're crazy, right? Because, you know, there, there are things that just, you know, aren't normal they're not seen on a regular basis i mean i remember being at a church one time and somebody was praying laid hands on somebody and that person was in in church terms uh, slain in the spirit they they Mm -hmm. kind of fell over um on the power of the lord on the power of the lord and that person's spouse was at church and they had never seen that before and they literally thought their spouse died (laughs) like it freaked them out i laugh but you laugh, but if that was you and you were I, I, never in church. I actually remember the first time I saw it. Right. And I remember being scared. Of course, because yeah. it's a shocking thing to see some of these things that we have normalized. Yeah. We have experienced. And yet at the same time, are they really normal? Because I, I, the the older I get, it seems to be that the less the spirit works in that manner in me um Hmm. and and so is is it a young person's game (laughs) or is it an or or am i getting more removed from that world am i becoming a little bit more cynical am i becoming a little bit more old and crotchety or curmudgeony no i i honestly think it is a maturity game and what I mean by that is the older you get, because, because here's, here's the, here's the truth of the matter. You and I both know people that like Pentecostalism or like charismatics, that kind of thing is relatively like quote unquote new ish, like a hundred years. Right. Yeah. And I think some of it is as that has progressed, people have just like at first it's like brand new. So you're like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. And over time, I think it was, okay, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. By the time it got to you, you had seen generations of that mm-hmm. happen. You kind of grew up in it, became normalized. But like, I think the beauty of it is you, every generation taught the next, like how to be a little bit more mature in that. So that now when you get to you, it's not that you're any, it's not that it's less because you're not having the same crazy experiences like the, it's that you know how to hone in on it a bit more because you were taught how to. 
Yeah, and I think there, and again, I, I really do believe in the moving of the Holy Spirit, yeah. and, and and he does, you know, as you talked about in your thing, he's one of the triune, you know, persons. of the gods, of yeah. the persons, and so he does move and does do that thing. I, I think you can't manipulate it, but I also think that there are always opportunities to, like you said, hone in on, mm-hmm. okay, maybe, maybe, maybe Holy Spirit is doing something in this moment doesn't always have to be in a church service doesn't always no. have to be at a camp or a convention I, it it oftentimes can be in your own heart where you're like um a little more sensitive or choosing to yeah. you know hear what the hear and see what the spirit is doing and to, to take advantage of that but even what paul writes in romans 8 he says those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires mm-hmm. but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. Like there is a cognitive function around it. That is like, because this is what we do all the time. We're like, Oh, like especially charismatics and Pentecostals. Oh, well the spirit, the spirit, the spirit, like, you know, like don't overthink it, just go for it. And I think, I think the truth of the matter is from texts like this, it's like, no, like the spirit is, is rational. The spirit is like not necessarily logical, Sure. But I think rational. Well, you go back to the Old Testament when when they talked about the Shekinah glory, right? Mm-hmm. This, this Shekinah glory fell around the temple. There was still... And, and explain Shekinah for people that well, don't. Well, it was just this kind of like um, manifestation, it, of pre- the, the, the physical presence almost of God. Of God, right? yeah. Right? And, and it fell on, on this temple during a service. But there was no hype in the service. It was no. actually very formalized. Yep. It was very almost religious and routine. And God's presence, manifestation in a in a you know maybe a Physical black cloud sense, of yeah. some sort, came and and the spirit of God fell. And so the same thing can happen in the sense of like sure there are there are times where God's spirit moves, but there's also the the, the mental side of it the 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 head side, the intellectual side, where if you are cognitive of the, of, of your surroundings and cognitive mm-hmm. of the, the environment, you know, Paul talks later on about like the, you know, the gifts and the manifestations yeah. that happen and how, you know, there's an order still to that. Like this can't 100%. happen. This has to happen. This can't happen. If this is happening, then this is all flesh and yeah. all human. And, you know, so there, there still is this kind of, I hate to call it this, but like a dance that takes place where you have to be spiritually connected, but intellectually aware, aware. Yeah. of what's going on. And, and, and that's where I think in years past mm-hmm. where, where, you know, it was the nineties, that kind of crap. 90s. Um, there was such an emphasis on the like 90% emotional yeah, oh yeah, that like things got, but th- that's where people nutty. got manipulated and right? that's like, where people got manipulated. That's where people got bad tastes in their mouths. That's where people have a really yeah. bad view, you know, of the church and of and, charismatics and, and, and some, right? Like I think, I think of your parents, for example, right? Like the older they've gotten, uh, well, Yes. The older they got, mm-hmm. the more I think, you, especially your dad, like he was very, um, it's very stable. Yeah. Like it was, I think that was the nicest part about it was just, um, like you knew he came from stock that was like hardcore in a particular movement. But then Rick was always, like your dad was always like, cool, but what about this? And just yeah. like, well, I think like it, he was always open to it. Yeah. 
but always guarded of the human factor, the hype factor, the, the, the energy that swells in these moments, almost like a, not peer pressure, but like mob mentality. Right. But he was never cynical about it, but he was never cynical. He just would, he would just make sure that what he, you know, if, if he had questions about something or if he, if he questioned motives or anything like that, that he would be very much like, okay, um, I might need to address this. I mean, 100%. I remember one time in a service that things were very interesting. God's spirit was moving and a lady got up and started out of order, yeah. out of the flow and the order, because you can feel it and you can <laughs> sense it and you can, and a lady got up and my dad, I remember just, he told her, nope, sit down. Yeah. Not the time. And it was, it wasn't, it was, it, it, it felt it felt wrong. And I know it's, I know we're talking about like more Holy yeah. spirit experiences because it, my whole point in all this was yeah. that's how Pentecostals and a lot of charismatics have leaned as the epitome of their faith yeah. are these Holy spirit experiences where for the majority of my life after 20, let's say after Bible college. Yeah. Okay. The majority of my life have been non hyped. Yeah. Subtle, quiet prompts from Holy Spirit. Yeah. Matt, do this. Matt, you should turn away from that. Matt, you should. And and I think the majority of our faith in, in Holy Spirit is that. And, and if I could come across to people and say, like, that's who Holy Spirit is the majority of the time. And, and just so that people are listening and who said, why does he keep saying Holy Spirit? instead of the Holy Spirit, is because... Well, Holy Spirit's a person. It's not the Jesus, go. the God, yeah, go. the Holy Spirit. Just, it's, just so that if people oh, are sure. hearing it, they're like, yeah. oh, why does he keep saying Holy Spirit? Yeah, like... Because he's a person. He's a person. He's part of the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And, you know, we could try to explain it, which is, uh, you know, not really easy to do. <laughs> Someone once said, the best one that made sense to me, even yeah. though it's there's flaws in all oh, examples. There's so many flaws. But like a pie... Oh, yeah. Okay, now the reason why a pie... I've never heard this one, so... Oh, you haven't heard of the no, pie. No. Okay, there are three parts to a pie. Okay. Okay, there's like the crust, mm. there's the filling, and then there's the thing to hold the pie together. The, the plate? The plate, okay. right? Okay, all three are required yeah. to define a pie. Yeah. The trinity. But all three are also separate and unique their filling is can be filling outside of a pie the crust can be a crust outside of the pie and a plate can be a plate outside of a pie put them together it's a pie it's a there's so many loopholes and flaws in that but it's better than like what was the candle one yeah that eh. see my the one i heard was a sun so sun and an egg well, you're already bringing in completely different, but but like the sun, it's, yeah, it's a single unit. Yeah, there's light and there's heat, three different parts all in together. Okay, yeah, the egg one I've heard, the candle, like the anyway, light, anyway. The yeah, who cares? Matter. Who cares? Whatever. The point is, I heard the one about the bunny. And no. there's one about a leprechaun and a watermelon and a and a mermaid inside of yeah. a tub. I mean, um. Yeah, so that's just my my the one thing I keep thinking about is like if I could uh if I could help somebody who mm. was new to faith. Yeah. understand what who Holy Spirit is. 
when you like you put it in your message when you accept jesus into your heart type of thing and and you you decide okay i'm gonna follow jesus you are given holy spirit holy spirit comes on you he he comes into your life Mm -hmm. and then you basically for the rest of your time have the choice you know, to obey, to listen to, to what do, what Paul says, right. To intellectually process and think about God and think about spiritual things. You can do all that. Like, you know, the little, um, angel on your shoulder as it were, or you can have your little other guy on your other shoulder and listen to him. The little demon, the little demon. Um, and, but really it's not all the crazy charismatic psycho stuff. You know, the snake handling and that all that crap that you hear from the States and all these other places. But that's the hard part, Matt, is like everything like that gets painted with it, right? I know, but it's like everything else. One pastor has a moral failure. All the pastors. All, pastors are, all the pastors want to get their dinghies somewhere. All pastors are perverts. <laughs> you, see? you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Double P. <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm really good at those. Um, but that's the problem, right? Yeah, yeah. We paint these large pictures of pastors who do these things and they, th- you know, there are how many thousands of pastors oh, in the world a ton. and one guy has an issue. Well, a few more than one, you know what I mean? You know what but saying. for every one that has an issue, there's a thousand pastors I, who are fine yeah. and they're, they're going after it as hard as they can in their communities and loving yeah. people and loving God. And, 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 and you're right. I think that's, that's the thing with when we talk, like when, when, people read this chapter as well as like first Corinthians 12 to 14, like a bunch of chapters where it talks about the Holy spirit. The misconception about the spirit is, um, that ultimately, Hey, it comes down to, well, he's weird and it becomes this weird thing that you get possessed. And that's not what it is. Yeah. It really is about God. When you say, ah, man, like I, I do want to follow you, Jesus. Like I admit, I, I can see what you did. I believe in that. He takes a part, God takes a part of himself and says, you know what? I don't want you to be alone. I don't want you to go off into the wilderness of this whole thing by yourself and just think, well, you just committed to something. How are you going to do it by yourself? Yeah. That's the uniqueness of the Christian experience is that God himself takes a part of himself and says, I'm going to put this inside of you and he's going to be with you and you're connected to me through this. And it's not just communication. The, the, no. The Holy Spirit is for comfort and for peace yeah. and to, to bring life and to bring 100%. joy and to bring... To change your mind. To change your mind and to bring promptings and to... Yeah. I mean, there's just so many things 100%. that, again, we go back to when the Bible says, if you have ears to hear and eyes to see what the Spirit of God is doing, the Holy Spirit is doing, yeah. there are so many opportunities and there are so many ways for you to change your life mm-hmm. and to change somebody else's life by, by the small little things um that we can do and and so that's just yeah that's that's just the one thing like i if i if if i don't say anything else tonight mm-hmm. based on that it's just that that the holy spirit isn't a psycho the holy spirit <laughs> isn't uh, you know what i mean but i i, I really uh, want people to understand that yeah. He's not a psycho. He's not a possessed, like he's not some guy who comes into you like freaking Ghostbusters <laughs> and like rah, comes out of your, like, you know, alien out of your chest like, but, or, or makes you do dumb psycho. things or makes you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. but people, there, there are, there are, there are misconceptions. people that there's a misconception yeah, yeah. of who Holy Spirit is. And, and that's the depth of the Christian 
experience or like theology or whatever it is, like whatever parts of the Christian experiences that there is this person, part of the Godhead that wants to be with you. And that like God gives to us to not only be connected, but so many other things. And I think like, let's finish on this one. This one always gets me is verse 10. And uh, Paul says, but if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness and 11. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Like this idea that the same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives inside of me. I think there's something really incredible about that. Cause that same God that did that now has chosen to reside in me and make me part of, uh, of his family that way. And this is the way I think Ephesians says it because the spirit lives in us. It's a seal. So it's a demonstration that you're part of God's family. And I think that's something that, you know, we should be excited about. So, yeah. Well, so, um, just a quick announcement. Oh, um, this coming Sunday, there's going to be no five minute message. Oh, we want to encourage you to come out to living waters camp and participate in the church service out there on Sunday morning. I'll be singing. Uh, and um, Living waters, oh, living oh, waters, flow okay. again, living waters. And so, yeah, the service starts at 1045 Sunday yeah. morning. Uh, no, that's not true. <laughs> I said 1045. Starts at 1045. I think it starts at 10. So service starts at 10. <laughs> come 45 minutes late. Yeah, come, I mean, come might, for the beach. <laughs> yeah, m- miss the worship, stay for the preaching, and then enjoy the beach afterward. Miss the worship? Stay for the... Pre- How long do you think he's going to be preaching? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's, it's Gilly. He might be a little. Who knows? Anyways, no five-minute message, uh, but we'd love to see our South Point family and those who listen out to Living Waters Camp just north of Duck Lake, uh, south of McDowell. Uh, this coming Sunday, 10 a.m. is our service time. Living Waters, Living Waters, just off of Highway 16. Is it 16? Bye. Bye.